Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the description. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, occasionally a D&D podcast and also a BDSM podcast. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about four dads. Flung this, the- is, <laughs> this is a D&D podcast. It's been two weeks. It's an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms on a quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll bard dad of the group, the the bard who apparently has never used bardic inspiration. I hear the internet screaming at me. I hear all bard players being like, you fool, that's what I do. You know what? Get off my nuts. I apparently didn't need it. Want. Apparently didn't need it. <laughs> You're fucking fine. I'm the best bard that ever was. Uh, th- this week's dad fact about Glenn. Glenn spent a lot of time on the road touring with his band. And I know there was a lot of people, side note, Freddie here, a lot of people are like, guys, you should do the Wendy thing. You know what? Fuck that. Fuck Wendy's. That's some pandering of energy coming out from you know Freddie right now. You know what? Glenn's favorite fast food joint? <laughs> uh, Jack in the Box. Fuck you, Wendy's. Well, what's wrong with Wendy's? Wendy's well, has great spicy chicken sandwiches. Now we wait, can't get wait, sponsors what? from Wendy's. I'm going to put my money on Jack. And actually, Wendy's and is much better than Jack in the Wendy's Box. Are you guys, I'm thinking Arby's. <laughs> oh, Arby's is 
obviously the social media game is actually really on point. They might be down. Yeah, except the problem is, uh, last time I checked, fast food is for eating at 2 a.m. and hating yourself, not for hilarious dunks on social media. If I wanted that, yeah. I would follow some 14-year-old. You would follow the Monterey yeah. Bay Aquarium. Yeah, exactly. Shout Freddy, out to them. They're hilarious on social Freddy, media. Freddie, if, if Wendy's cut you a check for 15 large, you would do their stupid yeah. TRPG in a fucking heartbeat so fast there'd be a Freddie-shaped hole in the wall. So spare me. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody stumbling into this podcast for the first time being like, I'm out? Nah, these guys sound like a bunch of entitled shits. <laughs> all right, Freddie, what's your dad fact after you've given us all your hot takes? My dad fact is Glenn calls Wendy's big dubs, but nobody else in the world does. <laughs> it's like, yeah, guys, oh, let's go no. to big dubs. Like, what are you talking about? Whataburger? <laughs> Whataburger's pretty good. Hi, my name is Matt Arnold. Oh, I you're from Texas. <laughs> I have a hot take for you about Whataburger. Oh, boy, can't wait. Uh, all right, my name is Matt Arnold. <laughs> I, I played Tara Wilson, a stay-at-home coach dad, who's now a barbarian in the Forgotten Realms. Just little light dad fact for Daryl, since he might eat a sunskin this episode, just keeping it light. Um, his favorite board game is Scrabble. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Sunday. Sunday morning, he likes to do uh, scrambled eggs, and he calls it the Scrabble Scramble. And uh, yeah, he's not good at the game. He just likes to make funny words I as like the rest that. of the family. I like, like. Very charming. Now, yeah. does, uh, does he know Za? The no, old. he's not good at it. Grant and Carol are both uh, good at it. What's the biggest? He's looking for poop. You know, he's looking for that P-O-O-P. <laughs> he's looking for a turd. He's just wanting to make goofy words. And then it just annoys Grant. He's like, but you could have done times three if you didn't S. It's like, yeah, but turd is funnier than turd. And you can tell like two turns before you even do it because you're like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. They see like the four words. They see the four <laughs> letters see four off the, the side. Of and you're like, that. you have poop, don't you? Ready to go. Find <laughs> I don't know. Ready. You'll find out. You'll, you'll see. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's me, Kai Rizdal on Marketplace. I lost my Kai Rizdal voice. I was like, oh, I'm going to casually throw Kai Rizdal in. It's going to be a perfect Kai Rizdal. It's going to be a flawless Kai. And I just Everybody blew it. is staring at me. I rolled a blank that, face that one right on that Kai Rizdal. <laughs> Who's Kai Rizdal? All right, forget it. Uh, well, we know <laughs> what you were listening to on the way over here. <laughs> Kai Rizdal is the guy who does Marketplace on NPR. Let's oh. do the numbers. Oh, there you go. Look at <laughs> I'm Will Campos. I play it's, Henry. Well, it's oh, a little smarmier. Yeah, well, okay. Well, there's only so smarmy I can get. <laughs> I'm not a smarmy person, so... Boy, this is a wild intro. We're just trying very hard to distract ourselves from the fact that you might eat. literally eat a kid or all of you are going to die. Like This might be the last episode. This could genuinely be an episode where very, very bad things happen that derail the entire podcast. So, so let's let's enjoy playing in the space. <laughs> so my name's Will Campos. I play Henry Oak, Birkenstock Rockin', Granola Munchin', Crunchy, Hippie Nature Druid Dad. And my Henry fact this week is that Henry's done a lot of magic, but did you know Henry knows one magic trick? Okay. It's a mentalism trick. Okay. He likes to bust it out at parties. I need one volunteer from the audience of four people in front of me to be my partner for this mentalism trick. Oh, I trick. would. Henry, you do ma- I love magic, Henry. All right, I'd love step to- on up. What's your right. name, sir? Uh, my name is uh, Daryl Wilson. Oh, this Darryl, is Daryl, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Handshake. Oak. Big handshake. Uh, nice hey, to meet you. That's, a, that's a strong grip. All this right. The first time they've met. Yeah, this is canonically Daryl no, and Henry really origin. Excited. This no. is okay. This is good. I like this is how Henry and Daryl met. Great. He was at oh. a soccer game and Henry did this magic trick. But and- you guys didn't expect a flashback in the intro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Daryl, hey, I, I got hey. a magic trick for you. All right. So this is what I've been working on. Hey, Grant, stay center. Stay center, Grant. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that stay your center. kid up there? Grant. Stop yelling at me. I know. Okay. Um, right. Sorry. Sorry about that. Just okay. Great kick. All right. I can tell you where you got your shoes. Well, I, I doubt. Okay, Mr. Magic Man, let's see. You got him on your feet. 
You son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Cut to black. Flash forward years later. Flash forward and they're kissing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cut to the van ride home between Daryl and his kid. <laughs> hey, Grant. Want to see a magic trick? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you, you didn't know your mad dad could do magic, could you, huh? No. Check no, this I, out. I didn't. I didn't. Shoes. You got shoes on? <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my soccer cleats. I bet I know where you, where, where you got them. Yeah, because you bought them for me. But I know where you got them from. Yeah, the shoe store where you bought... We went together. <laughs> I had to get sized for them. What are you doing? Hey, you want to text mom and see if she needs milk or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. On that note, hi. My name is Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally stunted stepfather and rogue. Guys, I'm excited about my dad fact this week. Okay. Ron Stampler, out of respect, refers to celebrities by their full names, <laughs> like their given names. So there's like, okay, so okay, a couple examples, a couple examples. <laughs> Brad Pitt is Bradley Pitt. You know, it's uh, Kimberly Kardashian, George Raymond Richard Martin, um, George R. R. Martin there. Um, Chancellor Jonathan Bennett, the rapper. Um, 0.5 US dollar, the rapper. Oh my God. Um, Holy shit. Winona Ryder, I hardly know her. <laughs> and then the rock he just calls the rock wait That's so good. is this does does ron meet celebrities or this is just amongst friends this is just amongst friends actually anybody he meets like he very respectful about yeah. like the given names of people and but not us uh no <laughs> so we now know actually, ron doesn't respect actually, any you, of us notice if you go back and listen to the episodes i don't know why you would but um <laughs> like ron is the only person who does not give cern a nickname he like i did not speak because i couldn't uh, think fast enough and so no. yeah interesting well hopefully he respects you enough to not i kill you. somehow <laughs> doubt it okay anthony uh daddy. I'm anthony birch i'm your daddy master and uh you, you, there's no need to worry our lawyers are on it, and if everything goes according to plan, Pixar will be a fucking wet red smudge on the pages of history when our lawyers are fucking done with them. Because in the trailer for Onward, the next fucking Pixar movie, it's literally a story about fucking Tom Holland and Chris Pratt in this fantasy universe going to revive their dad because they do a revivigation spell on him that like starts from his feet and moves upward, and it gets interrupted midway through. And so the entire movie is them going around with their dad, who is just a sentient pair of pants. It's oh, just his legs. What? It's My literally, God. it is literally Ron Stampler oh, level man. of shit. Like with a bunch of sight gags of like it's fucking. That's oh, the bonkers. actual concept of the movie? That is genuinely the concept that of the movie. Because that was 50-50, yeah. and then I saw it, I was like, all right, you got my yeah. money, Pixar, just yeah. go ahead. It's like, it was literally it. the hook that was like, now I want to watch it. Now I want to watch it. <laughs> it's too bad we're going to have to. Well, I will just own Pixar. We won't stop yeah, them no, from no, making it. Yeah. We'll get to watch yeah. it for free yeah. in John Lester's office. In fact, is that office. because of us? Don't worry. You're not going to get Cars 4. No. Yeah. yeah, we're, yeah we're, it's, I'm excited to go to the YouTube comments and be like, well, 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 <laughs> I happen to play a sentient pair of pants <laughs> on a podcast. Take that, Pixar. So we're better than Wendy's. We're better, better than, than, Wendy's. Pixar. Better than Pixar. Pixar. Who else? Who else we want to take a shot yeah, at? Yeah. I think it's time. We stop making these people wait, and we think it's time we get into this episode. (laughs) 
When we last left you, CERN was throwing a rock at Daryl. So Daryl... Wait, before we dive in, yes. I did roll to see what kind of rock it was. You did. That was the cliffhanger that we left these, these fine I folks on. I just want to make sure the people know that I rolled a nine. A nine. Okay. A big one. What color, <laughs> what color is it? A color? It's uh, green because it's got the grass on top of it. It's like in oh. and then the brown beneath it. It's cute. It's a green stone. Guys, duck. <laughs> okay, so he's going to roll, and he gets plus 11 to hit. Jesus, the, the grass side hits Natural me. 20. Oh, Natural 20. That's very bad. Oh, no. Okay. Well, that's the end of the podcast, well, everybody. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we don't even have to get. We don't have to worry about getting to the like moral conundrum that is eating your son's flesh. We're we just going to deal with this. We don't have to worry about Pixar. <laughs> All right. So this is going for you, Daryl. Okay. Speaking of giant stone coming at me, I'm going to, as a reaction, do Stone's Endurance. Oh, great. Uh, which will reduce damage to me by 1d12 plus 3. Oh, great. Roll your Stone's Endurance so we know exactly what's getting reduced, and I'll tell you how much you, you do take. Uh, 8 plus 3, so minus 11. So he's going to roll 8d10 plus 7. Fuck what? Uh, if he just normally hit you, it would have been 4d10 plus 7, but he critted, so it's 8d10 plus 7. How big was this rock he threw? It was fucking massive. So this is crazy because you guys killed Terry Sr., right? And he was a challenge level 13 bad mm -hmm. guy. I've chosen to make Cern a fire giant. He's wearing fire giant's armor that gives him fire giant abilities. It's only challenge level nine. So it's crazy that this is much damage. Whoa, wait, so he's like a he's, mech? He's well balanced. Yeah, yeah he, was... he's basically in a big mech suit that is fire giant armor. Uh, uh, but yeah, he is, he is well balanced for a group of four level nine people and you're all like level five. So he's like twice your level right now, essentially. Throw the bones. Let's do yeah, it. I mean, you all did right. it. You Let's did the damage. It. All right, so that's... I probably won't die, so... Let's roll a lot of tens. Sure, maybe he didn't get disadvantage at the shock of seeing his good friend Daryl. <laughs> that he explicitly knew he was coming here to kill. Yeah, he came but here you came here for it's different when you finally see the person's face, you know? It's like double indemnity. Like, when he walks in, she's like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how much health do you have? I have 55. Okay, great. So, you're fine. He did 54 damage to you. Jesus. Minus your 11 is... Uh, he only did... 43? Because that dad joke before I have six health left. Okay, great. But he doesn't have another rock in his back pocket or no, anything, No, that right? was it for that turn. You can see that CERN is inside this suit of armor that's got smoke and flames sort of coming out of a space around his neck. Like, he's clearly too small for this fucking suit of armor, but he's sort of trying to manipulate it using, like, a series of sticks and stuff that seem to go out to the arms and the legs of this dun, fucking dun, thing. Dun, 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 dun. So, <laughs> Pacific CERN. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time he does anything, he's going to have to roll dexterity to see if he can even stay on his fucking feet because he's just not well uh, suited for this uh, suit of armor. So he does stay on his feet for this one. And now it is all of your turns to roll initiative. Roll them bones, people. Initiative five. Uh, Nate. I got a two. So if he wants to attack me, I guess I'm dead, everybody. I got 18 plus two, so 20. I have no idea what I would do, though. <laughs> the problem is Stand in front of me. We all go before he goes. Yes, he just went. So, oh, so okay. Beth, you're next. I have a question. Where is uh, the hotties and Grant? So they're hanging out outside, with me. Right? They're outside with you. Grant's still inside trying to get off that stupid goblin suit that he was wearing when you guys so were Grant talking. So Grant didn't about. see that. So Grant did not see that, no. Okay. But the hotties are here. But the hotties are here, yes. So, so they roll for and initiative? And they go like, whoa! Okay, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll make them roll for initiative. So they're going to go after you, Beth, in the initiative order. It is certain. It is CERN. How are we all feeling? Like, I okay. don't want to kill CERN, even though he threw a giant rock at me. Oh, my God. Guys, CERN, what do, what do we do? CERN, <laughs> whoo, hell of a throw. Uh, you got me, that's for sure. Hey, uh, you know, why don't you come down and, and talk? You know, cooler heads uh, prevail and all that. Let's talk this out before one of us gets, you know, hurt. 
So he says, cooler heads, do I look cool to you? And his armor glows bright crimson red and smoke comes out of the neck. And uh, you can just tell, like, whatever the hell armor place he got this from, it was a fire-themed place. Come on, Cern, you're better, come on, Cern, you're, you're better than that. You don't need to throw out Batman Robin-style puns at me. Like, you know, let's let's. Yeah, talk, Cern, let's... you don't need to be so cold-blooded. Ooh, okay. That's good. Ooh. That's, uh... I don't know if that's a dad joke. That's just a good pun. But you can get advantage. You, you get inspiration for it. You get a golf clap from home. Yeah, you get a golf clap. Like golf Thanks, clap. guys. Golf Thanks. Clap. Yeah, no, I, I recognize that it was the guy you called Lizard Boy, and then I was trying to find who that was in my memory, and then I was like, Reptile Lizard, that's cold-blooded. So that's where I got that nice. reference when I said cold-blooded. While the dads are vamping, I'm going to try to do a perception check on CERN's rig here okay. to see if it has any, like... 16-bit SNES boss-style Are there any weak glowing shirts? weak points sure, sure, sure. on this giant enemy crab? That's an 11. Okay, so an 11 tells you that uh, there doesn't seem to be, at least to you, any immediately obvious weak point, but that, like any uh, suit of armor, if you got really rowdy and got close to it, you could probably use some strength checks to try to pry individual pieces of the armor off. Is it powered or anything? You can basically tell that it is magically infused to give him some extra strength, mm -hmm. um, but it's not like there's no like engine in there driving it. Okay. Other see, than I him see. and his sticks that he's using to manipulate the arms and legs. What if I tried to trip him? You could absolutely try to like, do that. Like if I stilted over there, my stilts, and he's all tall and his <gasps> suit stilts. Mech and battle? Yeah, and then I just <laughs> take one of my stilts and I trip him. That's with pretty it. fucking good. Yeah. All right. Ron, sweep the leg. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to try to sweep the lake, guys. All right, I walk toward CERN with my stilts. Okay. I say, hi. <laughs> Funny seeing you here again. Funny seeing you again at all. Funny to, to me under these... I just try to trip him. With <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and give me uh, just a normal like melee attack roll. Just use your stats and your plus to hit for that or whatever. I got 18 plus 2, that's 20. Oh, wow, 20. Okay, so he's going to do a, an opposed dexterity save, but he has very bad dexterity, so... Yeah, describe how the tripping works, because it ha it works. So you tell me what happens. I feel like I'm distracting him with one hand, like I'm like offering a dad handshake from the dads collectively, thinking <laughs> about CERN's good memories of us that he clearly doesn't have. And then, like, say that's my right hand, and then I take my left hand and my left stilt and just sweep the leg. Fantastic. All right. And well, then when he when he falls, I'm like, Glenn told me to sweep the leg. He goes, Sorry. I heard I heard Glenn say it. <laughs> I was here. Okay, so he gets knocked prone and he will take a D4 of damage from rattling around inside that thing. Okay, so now it is the hotties turns. Kella Damal is gonna be like, oh shit, we should probably I feel like we should hide. This is not really our thing. Do you want to? And she looks at you. Yeah, e. get off here, kids. This is. Don't worry about us. We'll figure it out. Just take care of Grant. This foe is beyond any of you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so Yeet Bigley goes. Got it. I'll get the kid, and we'll bounce. Tell Grant I love him in case this goes down. Yeet's like probably not going to do that. Kill's like I'm probably not going to do that either. No, you really Come should. Come on, please. kids. Tell yeah. him that he loves us. His dad. What's wrong yeah. with you? Oh, okay. So as you're yelling that, then uh, Grant comes out <laughs> of the haberdashery. And see, so you're just like bloodied, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. So he sees you like up. blood is like pouring down your fucking body, and he goes like, "Dad, oh no, oh shit, oh no!" And as he comes out, Cern looks at him and he goes, "That's right, watch this, watch this, child." And so the hotties are gonna run and grab Grant. Ugh. Okay, so uh, Kellen Mall runs to go grab him, but she's not strong enough to do it on her own. So eat bigly. 
<laughs> critical fails. Uh -oh. so, so he just fucking face plants and loses all the points from his skateboarding combo that he's been building his entire life. <laughs> Man. Got too greedy. Should have stuck the landing before yeah. instead of going for that extra revert. He was manualing too long. He was doing that <laughs> jumpy manual. It gets more unstable yeah. the longer you manual. Tears are streaming down my face. So he face. just fell? Yeah, now it is Henry's turn. First things first, we got to patch up our boy, Daryl. So your I'm gonna, boy. It's your boy. I'm going to cast Healing Word. That's going to be that third level Healing Word. And the Healing Word this week is <laughs> Heal. <laughs> How have I never heard that joke before? That's fucking perfection. That's so good. <laughs> Actually, no shit. I don't want to do healing. No, 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 no. It's the wrong spell. And there's cure wounds is probably that's, better, right? Yes, yeah, so I want to cure wounds. That's the shit I want. I cure wounds. So that's 3d8 plus 3. What's the, it's the butt to butt one. It's the right? butt to butt pyramid. Two pyramids, ass to ass. Uh, you get 14 health back, my man. All right. Thank you very much. Grant. Great, you gotta get out of here. It's crazy dangerous right now. It's super unsafe. Your dad's fine. We're taking care of him. He wants you to know that he loves him. Go ahead and roll. You. <laughs> he loves the guy who killed him? Uh, roll persuasion. I do love Cern. Uh, 18. So that'll work. So he goes, uh, uh, okay, I guess. And he just, he looks so scared and out of it that he just runs back into the haberdashery and you sort of lose sight of him. I give Daryl like the double thumbs up, like, I gave you a big double thumbs up, too. The blood is running down your fucking, yeah. your knuckles and your face. I feel face. a little better. Thanks, thanks, Henry. No prop, bro. Okay, so it is Glenn's turn. Hmm. Matt's, you're, you're up next, right? Yeah. Okay, and he's on the ground. He's prone. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a classic a bard move. I'm going to try and cast Hold Person. Yes. On I'm going to pop open his armor like a can opener. I'm going to say, hey, man, cool it. <laughs> <laughs> that's your catchphrase now <laughs> yeah right. uh wisdom saving throw 14 to not be held gently by my spell okay he fails uh so what does hold person look like to you hold person is like me being like hey cool it and then the person doesn't move <laughs> okay great <laughs> it's like they're kind of like yeah no motion yeah. just <laughs> yeah he's like struggling to get back up and then you say hey cool and he just like stops like he just, it's like just, unlike when someone says you know in an argument the worst thing you say is tell someone to calm down right it actually has worked for glenn his whole life when every time someone's <laughs> in an argument he's like hey man calm down and instead of like everyone like being pissed which is what always happens that's insane it actually works so he's never known any I other way i refuse to believe this i've been able to go along with every crazy <laughs> fantasy thing that we said on this podcast but the idea of someone actually calming down when you tell them to calm down in an argument I, I refuse to believe that's it. That's basically a superpower if that's true. <laughs> well just, just what just What, what a rock known. star. What an he's absolute like, legend. He's just like nah man it's, it's something about the shredded jeans and like the generally cool demeanor and the fact that most of the time he's probably baked out of his mind and the people he's tied to are also baked out of their minds. It mind. feels like kind of like I could see Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse pulling that off being like hey calm down my friend. There are there are those who have true calm down energy <laughs> and apparently glenn is one of them and glenn's one of them he doesn't even know it he's just like hey man cool it and then it happens i feel like glenn work. is one of those guys that the person would be like are you fuck and then walk away and he'd be like yeah they calm down <laughs> <laughs> they left the argument it worked like they calmed down so whole person uh what does it specifically say that he's just like frozen in place uh, or a human and creature target must succeed on wisdom saving throw at the end of its turns the target can make another wisdom saving throw on a success the spell ends so you're paralyzed for the duration paralyzed okay cool now hang on folks i can hear you all screaming at your podcast players out there in radio land glenn's also gonna 
draw deep within this fount of bardic wisdom and cast a bonus action, a little thing known as bardic inspiration. <laughs> what does that do? So for I the swear, first this is amazing. time on this fucking podcast, as a bonus action, a creature other than me within 60 feet that can hear me gains an inspiration die, 1d8. For 10 minutes, the creature can add it to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> You've had that this whole time? Uh, you know, it's been inside you the entire time, <laughs> actually. Uh, Think uh, about the number of times. Like, you could have, you could have like, fixed digging through shit. You guys this is going to be, like, w- one away. Well, no, no, it has to be other than me, because I'm yeah, already you, fully... No, I, this, yeah, run. Is, this is the perfect Glenn move, is because <laughs> it's this thing he could have done for someone else that he, <laughs> he didn't, didn't do. Because it. it's, it's not the, me. Why would yeah. I help somebody's not me? Yeah, yeah. It, doesn't, it literally makes no sense for Glenn to pull this out. This and, is insane. Yes, this is like, to add a small thing to this one, Matt, because you will be the How often can you use it? Uh, <laughs> three times per short rest. Okay, good. That's, I was about- for, that's every single time you do anything. <laughs> that's so much. You roll eight to add this, to a roll. This can, <laughs> you'll love this one. Uh, this can be added after seeing your roll, but before knowing the outcome. So you can basically Holy choose shit. to drop in that one D8. Shit. That's, that's next amazing. level. You know what it is? Is Glenn throws him a guitar pick. Yeah. I like fl- in the crowd. Right? I flick a guitar pick to you, and then on it, it says... It was in you all along, like printed on, <laughs> like it was custom. Like I have custom printed guitar picks. You have, have a pockets just fucking full of these goddamn <laughs> guitar picks. Well, you know the jeans pockets, the little like weird third pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the one's not really pocket. Full bulging, full of good, custom Glenn Close Trio guitar picks that on the other side say it was inside you all along. I grab you it. Always had the power to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I grab it out midair. I go, oh, thanks. This will do. And I start picking my teeth. Like I'm like, I got something Ooh, in my teeth yikes, with a guitar yuck, pick. Yuck, yuck. All right, it's your turn now. Actually, really quick, is the armor magic? Uh, yeah. I got the axe. Oh, you got the war cleaver, right? I was yeah. gonna, I was wondering about that. So I walk up to CERN. I go, CERN, buddy, I, I know you're upset, man, but <laughs> but we can't do it this way. Sorry, I gotta get you out of that armor, dude. We can talk through this. And what has become an unfortunately very familiar sight to you in the last few hours, he just looks up at you frozen <laughs> and furious, his eyes trying to communicate as much hatred as he possibly can while his body refuses to move at all. Hey, man, I know you got a lot of hate in your heart right now, and uh, but I forgive you for throwing that big rock. I'm, I'm sure you're not... Sorry for throwing it at me, but uh, anyways, I want to break the armor without okay. hurting him. You boop sure, sure. the armor. Okay, so, so <laughs> roll for boop. <laughs> <laughs> so because he is prone and paralyzed, any attacks against him have advantage. Yeah. So go ahead and just roll an attack on him with advantage. I got 22. Okay, so describe how you're going to cut him out of this thing. Like a can of tuna. Like I'm going to like, <laughs> like from probably like not his neck, probably like his butt, like crack open that butt. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked. Sorry. And then, and then, like you know, then ratchet the axe back and forth like a can tuna, and like cut it straight down the middle. You always Damn. start at the asshole. I don't the want tuna just, can. Look, just in case, just in case it goes too far. You know, like when they like cut the cast off. I'm always afraid they're gonna like cut the person's arm. I don't want it to accidentally hit his neck. Like worst case scenario, I cut his butt. It's not as bad as cutting the neck. So I cut the butt, and then I go up, and I, and then, you know, I, I slice been it down. asking you guys to describe what you do from the very beginning of this podcast. <laughs> and I slice it down the middle, and then hopefully it pops open the, like, you know, the like butt a... butt right down the middle? Like... Well, because it's the, pre-cracked, the, the armor's butt. Yeah, the yeah armor's all butt. butts are pre-cracked. <laughs> yeah, armor's butt up to his neck, and then hopefully it pops open like an oyster. It, that is exactly what happens with a 22, and there's like a... And like fucking steam comes out because this thing's so hot on the inside. And you see CERN's little lizard body oh, trying to move, no. but it just fucking can't. And he's like facing away from you, so he can't even look at you angrily. Can, he's I, can I pick him up? Go ahead and use your free action to pick him up because he's fucking. I pick him up and I, and I hug him. And he just. <laughs> I go, I'm so sorry, buddy. 
I'm so sorry. So how are we doing the hit points on the armor? Because did he just like, are we just saying like he just got him? Because it's magical and he was using it like a magic item. Oh, that's right. It's the yeah. word cleaver. Like, it's the word yeah, cleaver. Yeah, yeah. So like basically turn Also, it. give me a wisdom check to see if the word cleaver breaks or not because it's so powerful. We're going to do that for every good magical item. Rest in peace, advisor of spelling stuff. The revisor. I'm assuming a four is going to break it. As the thing pops open <laughs> like an oyster, as you so aptly described, uh, the word cleaver shatters in your hands as well, and it is now no more. Mm, um, it's too it. booty shaking for this world. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're out of combat now because he doesn't have his fucking armor anymore. So I'm going to restart that timer for hey, the uh, right, for nights. All he's going to do is try to see if he can yep. save against this shit. Uh, okay, so he barely saves. So he and he goes, "You motherfucker! God damn it! I knew I should. Uh, I, I I even knew that you had the Ward Cleaver. I should have picked anything other. I, sh- I could have hired mercenaries. I could have learned magic. I thought, ah, oh, this is a shortcut. I'll just use this and not have to learn magic. But fuck! Oh, god damn it! Fuck! Fuck you! Fuck! It's not your fault. I know it's not my fault. It's your fault. <laughs> You piece of shit. Hey, CERN, calm down. <laughs> oh, no. Roll persuasion with disadvantage. <laughs> I crit failed. <laughs> God damn it. He fucking, like, his eyes literally go red as a blood vessel bursts in one of his eyes and blood starts just, like, pooling into the, his fucking cornea. And he goes, don't you fucking tell me to calm down. You pieces of shit. You, just, we, you, you fucking decided it would be funny. It would be funny, I guess, to just throw a pyramid down on my fucking kid. Fuck whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hey. Certain your kids would not want you to throw your life away. It doesn't matter what my kids no, want it anymore because they're dead. It does My kids matter. don't want anything you're except to maybe per- not be dead. Because you're a good person, sir, and we didn't try to kill our kids. It was a tragic accident. We didn't do anything on purpose. And it's horrible that happened, and we've done everything we can to trying to get out of this and through this. And look, I'm not mad at you for throwing that giant rock at me. I understand it. I'm just a little bit disappointed in you. <gasps> Roll persuasion. That's a natural 20. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Shit! That overcomes a best nat one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so his blood vessel unbreaks. Uh, no. <laughs> and when you say you're not mad, you're disappointed, his shoulders just go slack and he goes limp in your fucking arms. And he goes like, I, yeah, I'm disappointed too because I should have been there. I should have been around to save them, but I wasn't. I was busy trying to help Boreanis summon Doodler and uh, now my kids are dead. Sir, and so it wasn't, that's on me. That's that's on me. There's nothing I'm going to say that's not going to make you stop blaming yourself. But as a parent, we just do the best that we can. And you were doing what you thought was right. And your kids were in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's horrible what happened. But the last thing they would want is you throwing your life away in this stupid game and killing some people who will help you. You know, in this crazy world, we've done a lot of crazy stuff. And, you know, out of everybody that we've met, you're probably the only one I would call a friend. About 50 miles away, uh, Payton's like, Hey, what? (laughs) And he takes. There's some people I've met that I consider like a son. (laughs) About five feet away, Grant goes, Wait, what? (laughs) Hey, uh, sir, lizard boy scales mixed stuffings. I just want to say that, um, you know, sometimes people die and they, they can't maybe see you doing good things, but that doesn't mean that you're not doing good things and you can make them proud even when they're not there to to see it like you can do really cool things with stilts and um you can sing really good and even if he's not there to say good job son then that doesn't mean that you're not doing a really good job and becoming a celebrity all right roll persuasion (laughs) 
I got him one again. This is really devastating. It's actually. okay, Ron. Get I in don't here. understand get... what is happening with our dice. It's okay, Ron. Get in here. Give him a hug. Group hug. Just so you guys know, just mechanically, what's going on? It's very similar to what happened when you tried to convince Terry Jr. So he's got wins and losses. Right now, you have two out of five successes for convincing him to basically not kill you. And with two natural ones, he is exactly one failure away from basically being unreachable. Then we got to do a group hug. We got to do the, the yep. dad mech dad bod hug. It's like one at a time, Ron. Are you coming in for this hug? I'm coming in. All right. So while we're all huddled around, Glenn pulls out his acoustic guitar of indeterminate origin and just slowly, mournfully starts strumming Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. <laughs> So that's going to give Henry, specifically big Leonard Cohen fan over there, deep founts of bardic inspiration. So that's the second time I've cast it now. See? Making up for lost time. It's like like unkinking a hose. (laughs) Should Ron sing it? Since like like, nothing has gotten to CERN other than Ron singing. That's that's so good. good. If you do that, I will let you roll performance with advantage. Because we still need three more things. CERN, there's nothing we can say or do to bring your kids back. And what happened was the most senseless tragedy I could imagine a father going through. You know, as fathers ourselves, to lose your child, to lose two children. I have two boys myself, and if I had to lose them and go through what you did, I I don't think I could hold myself together. Uh, So from the bottom of our hearts, we apologize. We love you, and we would like to show you that we love you by giving you a big group hug. That always makes me feel better, and I'm hoping it'll make you feel better, too. Henry, you're right. There's nothing that we could say to make it better. <laughs> but maybe, just maybe, there's something we could sing. Both of you roll performance with advantage. Although he's never heard you play guitar, because you were on the other team. That's true, but I'm good at performances, though. I got an 18. So that's 15, but I have a plus nine performance. So that's a 24. Yeah, man, that's my whole gig. Uh, do I roll gig. for persuasion for my thing? Well, first, first I'm going to, I'm going to roll to see if this, if the music affects him, because okay. that'll be a point on its own. Okay. Power of music, baby. Yes. All right. So it does. As your guitar begins to spool up and as he hears the dulcet chords of Ron's duel. You know, the fourth, mm-hmm. the fifth, the minor <laughs> fall, the major <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have him at the fourth, but when you got to the fifth, he yeah. was like, oh, shit. Oh, man. Uh, and Okay, so it works. Okay, now go ahead. I'm coming in for the big group hug. Here we go. Remember, you have an extra 1D8 you can use. Uh, 15. So you can choose, before I tell you what the result is, to add the D8 or not. That's with the D8. That's with the D8? That's with the D8. No, no, it's fine. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was bluffing. <laughs> he rolled a 14. I was bluffing. Oh, Ooh. my God. For real? Yeah. Okay, so you come in for the hug and he like begins to resist against it, but then just the force of your body just sort of like he just sort of goes limp inside of you, but he's still like his, his you can still feel his muscles are a little bit <laughs> tense. He's, not, try, that, he's not trying to push you <laughs> away. Yeah, he's, he's rock hard. Um, okay, so right now where you stand is you have one victory left or one failure left. Whatever the next thing you do is determines how this turns out. Do you want to go in for a big Daryl Wilson handshake? Like a, the beef is quashed. You got, you got him in the hug position now. So all three of us are hugging. Daryl, sweep the leg. <laughs> sweep the leg. <laughs> and then you just snap his neck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so dark. Give him finger guns and wink. <laughs> I open my arms up to let uh, Henry in, and I hug uh, CERN really tight. I go, there's a lot of anger in there, man. You just, you just have to let it out. Trust me. You, you got to let it out, man. I'm, I'm sorry, and, and we all love you. Just let it out. Okay. Give me... Give me the roll. Just a straight persuasion. A 15? All right. 
Okay. He bursts into tears. <laughs> tears just stream down his face, and whatever resistance he was putting up just goes away, and he just keeps saying, they're gone, I wish they weren't. Stuff that's, you know, when people are really mourning, they don't say things that are particularly eloquent, and he just keeps repeating them over and over and over again as you hug him tighter to your body, and your your shirt begins to get wet from his lizard boy scale mixed up in tears. And Daryl's tears start wetting his shirt as well, as he is now also weeping. And as you are crying, holding lizard boy scales mixed stuff in her cern as he's crying you can hear footsteps behind you and if you were to turn around you would see eat bigly and kill them all and uh your son grant so two sets of footsteps and like trucks <laughs> yeah yeah and the tr- trucks of wheels going through grass or just a guy constantly ollieing everywhere he goes and grant is looking at this with utter perplexion like his eyes are beginning to tear up and he looks confused like he doesn't know why and he's just like what is dad what's going on I turn to Grant with, uh, obviously, big tears in my eyes, and I go, uh, come here, buddy. And, he, yeah, he does. He still looks very confused, but he walks towards you. I give him a big hug. This is Cern, or Lizard Boy McStuffins. He was a good friend of ours at the beginning of this trip. He he helped us through a lot, but um, his two children passed away, and we were trying to escape, and a tragedy happened, and part of what we did, you know, unfortunately caused his kids to die. And You uh, killed his kids? indirectly yeah we were we did we were we were fighting monsters and we did a big spell that unfortunately killed his kids also and uh yeah we've been through a lot grant looks at cern he goes i'm really sorry and cern just keeps crying because he's that ain't gonna stop anytime soon grant looks at you and he says i'm i'm sorry i'm really sorry okay kiddo you know it's uh stuff like this happens especially and he sees you crying he's like i mean it's it's okay for it to not be okay. No, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely it's not. not your, cr- I've never seen you cry before. No, even like Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He goes, you know what? I forgot about Rudy, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. Movie, I forgot about a guy. Just forgot the whole about team Rudy. lets him in at the last second, yeah. you know? It's not even about winning. It's just yeah. Ron a- wasn't crying, but then he, <laughs> <laughs> he thought about Rudy and started crying. He's like, "Yeah, I looked up that movie on Wikipedia. It's it was a little bit less heroic than more, but yeah, no, yeah, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You did, but it's okay. I mean, it's. Do you want to like talk about because you killed? I mean, oh, I Grant, I, I definitely want to talk. The only reason I, I don't know about talking about everything is how much. Is there like a timer up around here, Grant? Like how much time do we have before like... Uh, Oops, I have my computer muted. (laughs) As you open your mouth to respond to that, you hear the voice of Will Campos doing the Greg Proops guy. Hey, Fortnite players, it's your buddy Goofo McBoofo again. Uh, The flies are starting to swarm around my brother Greg Proops, but I've got some news for you that's been buzzing around. If you're in the haberdashery, you might want to... Dash on out of there, because you've got a big old hat full of poison. They sell other stuff besides hats, right? I wasn't really clear on what we decided haberdasheries were full of. Maybe it's a last chance blowout sale if you want to pick up some clothes before you make your dash out of there. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you have subscriptions that you forgot about. I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for. You're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click. And they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. You just submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money, for those of you who don't know, personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap. If you see something you don't want, you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers. And their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month so you can see where your habits are, see how you're doing, see how the trend lines are going. They can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies, rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. Kiwico. It's summertime. You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone no, outside. What, never gone. What, well, uh, not, in, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson, when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. My God. Oh. I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up. That is pinball. Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? I'm looking at this marble oh, roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt is the parent in the room here. Yeah. Keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh my God. Really screens easy make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do activities oh and like, look, you got a whole range, but you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things. You're like these activities this is going to last until my kids in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. KiwiCo does like, that. I already like, all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. KiwiCo's doing that legwork for you, so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized. You'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get twenty percent off on your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com/slash/summerdaddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. Good. That's really Twenty percent off your summer. Summer Adventure at Kiwi, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Summer Daddies. One word, Summer Daddies.
Okay, so now I'm starting a new 15-minute timer to this place fills with poison. Grant turns back to you to speak again, but then you hear the beating of wings. And as you follow the noise, you see an owl, a magpie, and a crow uh, sort of fly, flying in from, from, the, from the, the distance. And they're all holding a bunch of leaves in their talons. They all stop in front of you and they drop the leaves on the ground. As you're looking, the leaves begin to arrange themselves and like animate. And you see, as if it was drawn by leaves, like pointillism, you see Aaron O'Neill's visage uh, staring back at you. And Oh, so you- I get it. It's like the owl and stuff. Yeah, from The Witch's Dead. Oh, yeah. my god! You were saving Aaron O'Neill. This is fabulous. Oh, that's why you guys were all like, because I wasn't in that. <laughs> I didn't get it. I was like, Haha, I get this Some, reference. What the, uh, the, Clearly, I didn't get it either. So. Uh, if you're wondering what the heck we're talking about, last month's monthly bonus of indeterminate content for $10 and up patrons uh, was we played a Grant Howitt one shot called The Witch is Dead, where uh, Will Beth and I played the birds who just flew in here and were apparently the witch we revived was canonically Aaron O'Neill. If you'd like to be less like Matt and more <laughs> like the rest of us, become a Patreon subscriber and you can listen to the bonus episode, The Witch Matt, is Dead. See, Matt was lame and hasn't paid for Patreon, so he couldn't hear this. <laughs> inc- so he wasn't even got to be a part of the and one I, I have to shout out to our uh, fans in the Discord, in our community Discord. It was their idea that the witch be Aaron O'Neill, and that was such a cool idea. I, I thought They're it would be cool. fun to go with. The two-dimensional leaf version of Aaron O'Neill goes, hey guys, what's going Are you? How are you doing? Are you okay? Ah, the time of faces spell. <laughs> it's face. It's my FaceTime spell. <laughs> uh, no, we're, I mean, you know, we're alive, so that's, that's good. But, you know, we're not doing super great. A lot's been going on. Crazy um, shit, Aaron. Uh, we found uh, Grant. We found Daryl's kid. But we've only got a couple of hours left before some other FaceTime has to happen. Um <laughs> Vis-a-vis dinner. That's face skin time, yeah. Yes. I mean, Grant, you don't need... I think he's kind of figured it out, but if he doesn't, Grant, you, you should know what's going on. It's like there was a blood pact that was made when we went to the guy who enslaved you and your friends. I mean, he tricked us into a blood pact that when we found you, that's why we we went for you last, son. It wasn't because we, we still hadn't figured out what to do, but we have 24 hours since we saw you to... Again, this is not going to happen. We have 24 hours to... Eat your face. It's either that or we all die. And believe me, I, the four of us will die before we kill you. But we got we we only got a few more hours to figure this out. Uh, so Grant looks at you with like just shock on his face. And he goes like, you found the other kids? Where are the other kids? It's a long story, Grant. Uh, well, we'll get into it in a second. But we really do need to figure out how the heck we're going to get out of okay. here. So Aaron says, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk to you. I need to lay out all the options that you have because I can't decide this for you. But it could get real, real bad. So I just want to reiterate so that everybody knows Thanks, what, Aaron. What's at stake here? <laughs> I, Aaron O'Neill, this character. <laughs> so Aaron says, to reiterate, the, the confines of this spell basically say that you were going to eat your kid's skin. So if he's not a kid anymore, like if he becomes a man or changes fundamentally in some way, and if some element of who he is changes such that you look at him and go, oh, that's not my son anymore, or oh, that's a man or something like that, maybe that'll count uh, and you won't have to do it. And the, and the like he won't a Packers him. fan? <laughs> Grant, Grant pats you on the shoulder and says, I will never be a Packers fan. <laughs> don't, don't you worry about that, Father. Yeah. Um, if you don't do that and the time runs up and you haven't eaten his flesh, then all four of you are going to die. I, I, there's no way, other way I can put it. Your hearts are going to stop and you will die. And I don't know what happens to you after that point. None of us well, do. Well, we go to heaven. Yeah. I well, mean, oh, oh, ah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Aaron's like, ah. And the the birds are like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> and Henry's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because, uh, yeah, if you've listened to The Witch is Dead, Aaron has been Or if dead. you've read the books of Christopher Hitchens like Henry has. <laughs> Daryl, my friend, let me introduce you to The Blind Watchmaker. <laughs> and Aaron says, okay, so, and also there's the deck of many things, right? So you could also try to draw from the deck of many things because there's a specific card in there called The Fates that if you draw that card, you can undo basically any event as if it never happens. So you could undo the fact that you signed the blood pact in the first place. But... The deck of many things is also really, really, really rowdy. And there are <laughs> insane ass things in the deck of many things that could happen. So if you guys end up in the top five of four nights, then you'll get the deck of many things, essentially. Well, we have to survive four nights first, regardless, right? Don't we have to get out of here and not die? Isn't that like kind of priority one still? How yeah. many people are even left? Yeah, how much? What, how far? We got three groups How much right time here? will we have after we win Fortnite? So after you win four nights, you will have exactly 30 minutes. Okay. Well, can we just like sort of brainstorm ways that Grant could not be himself anymore, like becoming a Packers fan, which I don't approve of, but still an option. And then, you know, as a... Has he killed anyone? You see CERN looking up from the group, tears beginning to dry on his cheeks. And he says, has he killed anyone? Uh, No, he hasn't. I definitely, I mean, it does change you. To be fair, there are some Packers fans that have not killed people. <laughs> CERN says he could kill somebody. Uh, that seems like a hey, little too much. Hold up. Who are you thinking about, CERN? I feel like he would basically just be punching a ticket that was going to get punched anyway. Whoa. Man, that's dark. Whoa. Yeah. For real, sir? No, that's, Wait, well, so that's not happening. I don't. I don't. You guys are, I mean, you're nice, but like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. This is, I had them to live for, and then I had being, you're in your Wookiee life debt to live for, and then I had killing you to live for, and now I got fucking nothing. Sir, well, I sir can't. you can still live to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> he sir, goes, I never quite got you. <laughs> sir, and I can't give you something to live for, buddy, but we're not going to kill you, and I just know that personally... I could use you around right now. Okay. All right. Quick He's, dad huddle. Quick dad huddle. Dad huddle. Okay, guys. So uh, I guess Grant killing somebody is definitely an option. Uh, doesn't seem like the best option, but I don't know if that's any more or less traumatizing than watching you know all four of us die in front of him. Yeah, I'm not crazy on the making your 13-year-old son kill a man. Yeah, man, that's I, like some Conan the Barbarian shit. Falling man. in love is one thing, but you know, telling somebody you love them, I know for me personally, was a big defining moment in my life when I finally told Carol how I feel. What about saving a life? Like... You know, if if he's going to be so changed about killing someone, like, what about saving someone? I don't know if we can, like, construct a way for him to <laughs> save somebody and it be real. What if I fall down and I'm like, oh, save me? Well, what I was getting at was... <laughs> what, what I was getting at was... <laughs> oh, I got lightheaded. Look... This this may not work, but you know it's better than nothing. I was gonna say it's pretty clear to me that Grant likes that uh, Yeet Bigley kid. You know, I was picking up on a vibe between the two of them too. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe it's a little weird to you know kind of you know love blooms on the battlefield and all that, but like you know that could be like a thing that <laughs> maybe he you know maybe he talks to Yeet. And, Canonically, you know, all the dads have played and love Mel Gear Solid. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so maybe he talks to Yeet Bigley, and uh, you know, well, yeah, so you're saying we could make like Amazon and ship it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, I think it'd be great. Grant's, you know, Grant's really introverted. And like I met, Grant's I mean, he's, like he's, in, he's in eighth grade, but you know, I met Carol in high school. So it's not that far apart. I'm not saying they're getting married or anything necessarily, but you know, you can at least tell a kid that he likes them. And you know, I don't know. I don't know do if that's we, enough. Man. I'm worried that it wouldn't be enough to like, how do we, is there any, Hey, Aaron. Yeah. Do we know if the curse is broken once it's broken? Yeah, can, is there like a mood ring or something he could be wearing? Like a yes. Thing yes. Sound? The paper that you have, the one with the image of him yeah. screaming in agony forever, that will just incinerate instantly. Oh. oh, so we could just like try things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Poison begins to stream out of the ground oh, beneath oh, you guys. Um, uh, it's just happening. So everybody roll a D6 and take that much damage. You, you, you chatted for 15 minutes. Ooh. I took a lot. Glenn saw poison in concert, so he actually only took two damage. Nice. <laughs> I took a six. I got a six too. Wow. Five. Grant takes a six and he begins to cough and like, oh, fuck, we shouldn't, we should we You know go? what it is? It's because Glenn has smoked so many substances that he's like, all right, the lungs are just so like charred at this point. Daryl's running. Like, Whatever, I don't, I don't let's know. Go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You can either normally run and take another D6 of damage or you can sprint and almost certainly give away your position but not have to take the extra D6 of damage. Can I see if I can grab a few t-shirts to put over our faces? Yeah, why don't you make a, uh, an investigation roll? Four. No, take another D6 of damage because you were searching. Grant, save me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up Grant and running. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to need to sprint. I have 15 health. Yeah, I'm sprinting. Let's, I'm okay. just going to take a light jog. I'm doing the regular one. I'm going to light sprint. Take another D6 then. D6. D6. Wow. D6. Another three damage. Man, this is great. Glenn's like, hey, you know what? This kind of got a cool, like, incense smell to it. Okay, you come back to Zone G once again. When you were here last time, you saw two combatants fighting. Uh, one of them is dead now. All of you guys represent three of the remaining factions. So there's the hotties, there's the doodlers, and there's CERN. So that's three factions. You come back. Pacific CERN. Pacific CERN. Yeah. As you come back to the, the tavern. CERN, if you will. God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Wheels within wheels. Baby, yes. Um, Air high fives all the way over the wheel. Love it. When you come back here, you see a, uh, uh, what the fuck is a Githzerai? What do they look like? Oh, it's like a little, it's like a little furry, like rat. They're very cute. They they don't have any damage. No, small insect-like creatures about the size of your palm. They're like big fluffy hearts. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, they're cool looking. Uh, so you basically see a guy floating in uh, in the air with his legs crossed. A Lakitu. He's doing fucking a Zen pose and shit like that. And he's got these really long. So we see Zenyatta. And he's throwing little spiky balls down. He's kind of Zenyatta ish actually, but he's he's, he's like Zenyatta crossed with Shang Tsung. Um, so Zendaya. Zendaya. Yes, you see Zendaya. <laughs> you see him basically fighting a chimera, which looks exactly the way that you've seen them in myth and stuff. You know, it's got three heads. One's a lion. One's a ram. He's one's fighting a the virus from Mission Impossible Two. Chimera. chimera. <laughs> Perhaps Quick, I cast Bellerophon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Will nice. Campos is on yep. fire tonight. <laughs> the first time in human history somebody has made that specific of a reference <laughs> to Mission Impossible 2, and that includes Tom Cruise and John Woo. Uh, okay, so Anthony, gonna... would it make you feel better if I didn't want you to do this? <laughs> <laughs> then feel better. <laughs> God. So they definitely notice you guys come oh, they're in, fighting but they are fighting so, so i'm so gonna I'm act gonna ro- as weak as possible i'm gonna be like oh hey buddies and then do nothing okay go ahead and roll uh an intimidation and try to fail can you just do like a bluff does there deception is there bluff there's oh, deception oh yeah sorry yeah. do deception i want to make it to be like i'll take care of this big guy then i'll clean these dudes up you know sure, like sure. when we're playing apex or we could like, like fake that we're dying like when we get through the- oh, i got 11 so he can tell that you are all pretty fucking strong but if you do the math this is five teams in this location yeah. right here, right now. Oh, wait. He sort of looks at you five, and he looks at the chimera he's fighting, 
And then he uh, pushes the chimera away and then just starts to build a tower out of stone around himself. I'm going to start another timer and it's going to be basically 15 minutes. And then once that's up, then you will have survived four nights. Can we build a stone tower around us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Should we build a stone tower? Let's build a stone tower around us. It's that build strat time. All right, we build. Okay. What are you going to build out of? Stone, wood? Stone. That's okay. why we, I, stone I was holding on that stone. I want to get that nice stone structure. Okay. We're like three stories up, and then we got like little poke holes. We have 20 stone. And 20 stone. So we have 20 stone. How, we use all the stone to reinforce it and make it as strong as possible. Okay, so a tower is 30 stone. So you can make two floors of a tower. Okay, we make two floors of a tower. And then the rest in wood? We have 20 stone and 48 wood. Sure, we make the bottom floors of stone, and then we do a little wood, nice balcony on top that we can sit on. At. And uh, also, uh, when you guys ran, the, uh, the the big collection of leaves sort of went with you, and Aaron O'Neill's like, you guys are building stuff out of wood? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's, 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 that was not the time. It's magical wood. It's not real wood. It, it just behaves the way people think wood should. It's fine. We're good. Each of you is going to, I guess, spend your turn in this moment building a tower together. Yeah, yes. sure. Sure. So we'll just say that happens. I'm then, sauntering basically. up late to the party because I was just taking a light jog. <laughs> right. The hotties were uh, basically like, yeah, building is a very good strat at this point. I feel like we still kind of just want to hide because it's still not really our problem, I guess. Although, wait, Grant, Grant, Grant's got to die? That fucking... Ooh. Yeet's like, man, that sucks. That would, that would be so bad if you died. You sure you won't want to kill somebody? Kel's like, you should absolutely kill somebody. Killing somebody is like the best it's one of my favorite things it's way easier than you think it is and it gets easier the more that you do it and and uh <laughs> i don't know if i don't Bigley, know if i like these kids for Bigley's Grant, like i know? don't know about that i like i'm not really i'm glad that she does because like i'm alive because of her but like i don't i don't know about that man i don't, Ooh, I don't, I don't know, know henry Grant. now i'm liking this he's a character <laughs> <laughs> and grant's like i don't know either it's like i'm torn between these two competing viewpoints and my dad well maybe we'll just see how this rolls out after four nights is done I, if there's one thing my dad's taught me it's that we can always talk about it later and then when we get to the top i go hey congrats everybody hell of a game all five of us we won congrats so the chimera uh, is unfortunately not intelligent enough to have that conversation <laughs> so it's going to try to destroy your tower Ooh. the chimera multi-attacks uh so it gets three attacks one with its bites one's with its horns and one with its claws so the chimera is going to attack the base of your stone thing first attack is going to miss. He tries to bite at the stone, but it's just too strong, and he just goes, oh, and his little lion teeth hurt. And then he's going to try to ram it with his horns, and that definitely hits. Uh, and then he does... There's a crack in the uh, the foundation of, of the stone tower, but it's not enough to fully break. And then with his third attack, he's going to use his dragon's claws, and that's going to hit. He basically knocks out one of the three support pillars that give your tower its stability. Uh, give so me yeah. the sword! Wait. The Diminard sword. We're going to brace the building with the Diminard sword. Just give me the sword. That's good. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That's great. I know. I, guys, I have a thought. <laughs> Quick story. Okay, well, the building. We, just we need three. The thing we out. need three stories. No, but we, I, I think we can okay. save Grant. Okay. When I was about Grant's age for Thanksgiving, my dad had me shoot a turkey. He oh said, my- if we're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner, I think it's about time. If we're going to eat meat. You should know where your food comes from. And he gave me the gun, and I shot the turkey, and I I was so nervous. I wasn't very good at it. And it fell to the floor, and I watched it sitting there gasping for breath and and dying. And I remember watching the the turkey, you know, breathing and and moving. And my dad put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, you know, don't let it suffer. And I shot again, and I watched watched it. Yeah, I watched watched it die, and I did that. And it was a lot. It it definitely changed me. There's a, a, there's a, there's this. I think it's one of the first times you, as a kid, I did something that I knew I could never take back, and I took something away. It was, it was a lot. I still think about it, and I, you know, honestly, I haven't gone hunting since. It's just not for me. So, 
anyways, maybe that's like, you know, maybe the chimera is like Grant's turkey. <laughs> Here's what I think we got to do. We have the stone. I climb that chimera's neck. He warps to me, gets on top of his head and stabs it Whoa. and kills the chimera. And you have to teach him. The importance of where food comes yes. from in the circle and of life and death. That, and, and we're going to grill that bad grill boy it. and give it to everybody else who won this game with us. Yes. Whoa, you're going to grill down with your boy? I think we got to try to take this thing out. And I can't take Grant out of danger forever. I think we got to let him join the battle. Yeah, he protect, he attack, but he also <laughs> big cat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for it. So here's the thing. I'm not in the tower. I just, I showed up late because you guys came and built, but... I could play the guitar to distract the heads, giving you a chance to jump on it. There we go. All right. So I go down to Grant. Okay. I go, Grant. What's going on? What are we doing? Look, buddy, I've told you the story of Grandpa teaching me how to hunt like a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. Like way too many times. Like every Thanksgiving. I felt like the moral was that you didn't like it that much. I didn't. I didn't. But you know what? It was an important lesson about where we get our food. And I was thinking about exactly going same, vegetarian. I know, but you, as I told you, this is a very dangerous situation. Your dad and his friends could die, and you know you could die too. And I think, son, can you help me? I need your help with this. Oh, okay. I yeah. need I need your help. Yes. Here's an axe. Oh, You're strong. You can, you can you can swing this. Okay. And you have that stone that you can teleport. Yeah. I'm gonna get up on that chimera, and when it's time, you're looking really bad. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure, but we gotta do something. And when I'm up there, I'm going to give you the old doodler cry. All right. And you're going to get up there and you're going to do that final swing. You're going to. And you know what? If we do it, we're going to grill some Chimera burgers. Okay. You like burgers? Double cheese? I was trying to convince myself I didn't because it's, it's not sustainable. I cannot, Yo, you, like, you want some burgers after this? He's like, fuck yeah, I do. And Grant's like, I would love some burgers. <laughs> <laughs> burgers, sound, burgers sound great. All right, kid. So Henry grabs the Dimidorn sword and he's going to brace it against the building to give us a third pillar. That's fantastic. You now, yeah, you basically have healed the pillar of damage done to the tower. So you bought yourself some more time. That's, that's awesome. We built this tower on Dimidorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me what you're doing next, folks. Ooh, I think it's time. I'm going to pull out the Battle Axe of Hatred, Ooh, okay. which gives me advantage on my performance checks. Mm-hmm. Sick, distorted sounds. Play. <laughs> walk This Way by Aerosmith. And oh as I start gosh. wailing at the, uh, the Chimera, to walk this way. Okay, go ahead and roll performance Uh, with advantage. uh, 24 with my plus 9 on performance. And now I need the world to see if this thing breaks and unleashes a demon. It's going to be just like the That's a 13, so we're good for now. So you're good for now. Yeah, you basically just have to not roll a 2 from now on. Okay. So as the sweet, sweet licks of Aerosmith sail through the uh, Forgotten Realms air and into the ears and the ears and the ears of the Chimera, (laughs) it turns at you and snarls and just fucking charges at you. So everybody's taking a turn, correct? I haven't. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah. I honestly think I'll just like hang out with CERN. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying to him? I try to put my arm around him. <laughs> CERN just sort of moves aside, just kind of like dodges the arm. He's like, I don't. I nod stoically. <laughs> okay, you're going to get multi-attacked. Glenn, get ready for it. So the first, he tries to bite at you with his lion fangs and just whoosh, complete whiff. And then he's going to try to speed up a little bit, ram you with the horns. Okay, so he's going to do... Woof! Max damage. He has 16 damage to you. Yeah. And then he's going to oh, try boy. to swipe you with his dragony claws. Ah, there are so many natural 20s in this episode. Oh, shit. And with the claw, he does... You're going to get knocked out. Jesus. A oh lot my God. of 14 damage. <laughs> How much HP do you have? That takes me from 10 to negative 4. Oh, oh fuck. shit. 
Okay, so you are you are knocked this is the first down. Time well, I'm in death save world now. Yeah, you are you're gonna have to do some death saves. We quick saved right before this battle, right? <laughs> <laughs> so because you are down, if you have zero hit points, the best way to save a creature with zero hit points is to heal it. Uh, if healing is unavailable, the creature can be uh, stabilized with a wisdom medicine check. Mm-hmm. Whenever you start your turn with zero hit points, you have to make a death saving throw to determine whether you creep closer or further away from death. Mm-hmm. And you just got to get a 10 or a higher. And you need three successes to stabilize. And if you get three failures, you die. Ooh, baby. Okay, so now I feel like this feels pretty much like combat now that one of y'all got knocked out. So let's let's go ahead and roll initiative again, please. 19. I got a uh, three. I got a four. Matt, you haven't thought your thing all the way through. What? Grant's not going to be able to one-hit this guy. I mean, we're going to hit him, too. If he doesn't look like he's bad, then he won't warp and attack. You didn't think it through by not going inside the tower. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Blaming each other. (laughs) Don't don't turn on each other. This is just what the Chimera wants. (laughs) Uh, Freddy, what was your your initiative? 19. 19. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, I kind of don't want high initiative in this world. You don't, Uh. unfortunately, but you tied with Matt, so we'll say Matt goes first. Okay, so now we are in combat. Matt... It is your turn, and we're going to say that Grant basically is a bonus action. On he's just like hiding turn. in the doorway or whatever. Yeah, he's just he's holding the axe and then the orb in the I, other hand. I want to say, like, since we weren't in combat beforehand, when I was telling that to Grant, I ripped the door off the, 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 hinges. Uh, the hinges, and I'm using the door as a weapon. Oh, cool. That's dope. Because Barbarian, I can use like really big things as weapons, and I get bonuses for using improvised weapons. Ooh, that's dope as hell. That's great. I'm evoking Rage, which is as a bonus action, so I'm going to get a bunch of stats and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, while Rage is evoked, I can call my ancestral protectors. Mm-hmm. So I shall call forth Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights, and my own father, Frank. The logistics of this are because Coach Taylor is not real and because George Washington was <laughs> actually... Shut your mouth! And because George you Washington was actually a piece of shit. Mouth. I assume <gasps> they're the versions of what he imagines them to be. So it's like... Your no, George Washington version. is he, who he is. All the complications, all the bad slavery stuff. <laughs> like but he, also the founding of our country and a lot of good stuff, too. He's a complicated father figure. Oh, my gosh. Just embrace it. He's not some um, perfect father right. figure. Now, Lincoln, right. on the other hand, pretty damn awesome. Yeah, Lincoln was fine. I have no complaints <laughs> yeah. about Lincoln. Can we just say, though, that this canonically takes place in the same universe as Friday, as Friday Night Lights? Well, yeah. then, but that doesn't make sense, because then how would Daryl... Maybe Daryl... just heard of this, <laughs> low, this small-time Daryl football coach. 30 for 30 about Eric Taylor and the team like from Friday that. Night Lights. Yes. Or maybe in my head I'd go, Coach Taylor, and then there is some Coach Taylor in, like, Mississippi, <laughs> and he looks enough like him that I'm kind of like, it doesn't look quite like the guy on TV. He's, like, like, an, <laughs> ugly, he's like an ugly Kyle Chandler. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like a dude that's there. Okay, then then yes. They show up in spectral form, and they look great. And the they Avengers look, music plays. Yeah, <laughs> they look exactly the way that you imagine that they should. Everything that's great about America and your dad and the TV show Friday Night Lights <laughs> encapsulated in four human beings. On the practical gameplay level, what that does is um, it gives disadvantage to Chimera if it ever attacks anything that's not me. Great. So if it tries to attack like Grant, for example, or anybody else. Cool. So I see them. I I salute for some reason Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, <laughs> and I and I give uh, George and I give Washington's like I used to go into bars and get drunken people and forcibly abduct them into my army. <laughs> then I give, uh, <laughs> yes, he, he doesn't really say that. He's like America is good and I'm a hero. Oh Abraham Lincoln, he wouldn't One say that either. <laughs> I put a thumbs up to Coach Taylor and I look at my dad and I go, Hey Dad. Uh, I miss you. I know you can't talk to me yet because I need to be level nine for that. Um, <laughs> but once I get there, hopefully we can talk. I just want you to know that uh, hopefully I don't see you anytime soon. And uh, I just need your help, buddy. He just gives you a nice and restrained nod. <sighs> Daryl stares at it for a second longer. Very sad that he can't talk to his dad. And then he goes charging out the chimera with a door. I think I'm going to go for the lion's head. 
I know. King big of surprise, the jungle, but actually, baby. I'm more. I'm less scared of lions than I am of of goats or rams. So I'm going <laughs> to take. Very specific. <laughs> so I'm going to take the door and I run at the chimera and I swing the door at the lion's head. I have to roll dice to see if this shit happens because it's Dungeons and Dragons. Eighteen. It hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Boom! Tough acting, ten acting. <laughs> <laughs> Holy no, shit! No. The fucking. B-sides oh. of culture. Oh, oh my, my god. god. It's the Mission Impossible 2 of John Madden quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Greg Proops would be really jealous if he saw this chimera right now. So that's a five. Yeah, that's like goals for Greg yeah. Proops. So five plus three, so that's eight. And then Rage gives me plus two, so that's ten. So you, you, you bring down this door and the doorknob just hits the lion head of the chimera directly in the fucking eye. And when you pull back the doors up to hit again, the eye comes with it does it look bloodied not even close oh this not has even, a lot of hp this is, yes even. it has tons and tons a of hp remotely bit close and you can also see the gift and the tower is just sort of uh has his chin on his palm and he's just like watching this going like oh this is neat <laughs> did, you not, did that guy not do any damage <laughs> oh yeah come on oh yeah he should, oh you're right he should be wounded i will say that uh okay, good job so freddy that's good that's good that's good see when my, <laughs> for my comfortable uh perch here dad i can <laughs> I can actually do this better. I can roll attacks from the Githzerai because I've got his uh, thing right here and I can actually fight for like 20 minutes. <laughs> this is like um, Deadliest Warrior where they simulate the battles before the... <laughs> yeah. Before so the, we get Max Geiger on the horn. Uh, Good save, small, Freddy. Small funny story, by the way, folks listening. Max Geiger from Deadliest Warrior, the guy who was like the computer tech, we all know him. He was my roommate for years. It was always hilarious because people would give him shit because like he was the computer guy and they would be like simulating these things and they would cut to like a spreadsheet and they'd be like, what? They're just using Excel to simulate this? And Max would always be like, what do you think video games are? It's just math and numbers, you idiots. I was like, good point, Max. All right, turns out I'm a genius because the arbitrary amount of damage I decided to take away from him was mathematically identical to what would happen if he'd hit him twice and done two attacks of normal average damage. So my dick's pretty hard right now. Wow. Okay. All right. Nice. Hey, guys, I just like to say that's a lot of ding dong talk. So let's cool it. All right. <laughs> like, this is a podcast for grownups. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, so he's uh, still not quite bloody, but I will just tell you it's close. Glenn, it's your turn. Give me a death saving throw. Eight. That's a failure on the first one. Okay, so that's one out of three failures. All right, so it's Chimera's turn now. He doesn't have to attack me just if he doesn't. He doesn't know this. If he doesn't, he gets disadvantage on somebody. Right, but you definitely tried to just yeah, grapple yeah. him, so he's going to attack you. All right, so he's going to make his three attacks. <sighs> Every single time he tries to bite, it does not work. He hits you with the horns, I assume. Is 18 going to hit your AC? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So he does nine damage. And then he crit fails with the attempt to hit you with the claws. So he just fucking whiffs so friggin' badly that he... Uh, hits Glenn. Ah, fuck. <laughs> so yeah, you only, you only did the nine damage to you in that turn. And okay. that's his whole turn. I got five left. So now it is uh, Ron's turn. Okay, guys. Here's my idea. We still have those orb things, right? Yes, we do. Okay. So, Glenn was trying to distract the camera with music, <laughs> but what if we <laughs> what if we put one of the orbs on the ground like a tasty snack and then when the camera eats it, we're holding an axe with the other orb and we just oh, transport shit. right into his fracking wow. head. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. So we throw Grant into the stomach. I mean, sometimes that's how the legends are born. Tell a frag. Tell yeah, a that's frag. absolutely tell a, a frag. That's Holy fucking shit. a really good idea. 
Okay, um, who has the orb? Grant inside the tower is holding an orb at the doorway, and then Matt, who is almost knocked the fuck out, is holding the other orb. Put the boots on Grant's feet because there's like water, right? Like it's wet oh, inside yeah. there. Yeah. The boots can't touch it. It'll just <laughs> It'll explode blow out his guts. His like it's going to be <laughs> oh incredibly my explosively Yeah, violent. the boots will have to move wherever they have to move to not be touching water. A thousand kicks from inside, you know. Well, and he's holding the axe around, so he'll just start cutting them Where off from the inside. Basically, this is like when people are like, Ant-Man should go up Thanos' yeah. ball. <laughs> <laughs> he'll just spin at an incredible RPM and just shred the Chimera to bits. Yeah. Uh, that's... Great. Yeah, we just gotta now, get we gotta get the we gotta get it in his mouth. The so, trauma so of the following. If you're shouting this to each other, Grant hears all this. And he's like, "Okay, I guess." All yeah. right. So, just to clarify, he has an axe and an orb, right? Yes. Right yes. now. He okay, has an and axe then and you have the other orb. I have the other orb. Okay. Okay. Ron, it's your turn. What would you like to do? I would like to take the boots off of Glenn. <laughs> And then maybe give him a little pat on the head, like, hey, buddy, I believe in you. Uh, I'm going to give these back. Uh, maybe you won't want them back. And then I'm going to go over to Grant. And- what did you tell CERN before you did this? <laughs> CERN, hold tight. I got to get the boots. <laughs> as you as you like leave the tower, he's like, I have a health potion. I, uh, okay. <laughs> now, to be clear. He's not so much running as taking two large steps on <laughs> That's stilts. True. That's true. You like you like lifted your leg out of the entire top of the tower and then just like bonk and we're actually yeah. okay. I'm gonna role play that Ron gives his stilts to CERN. He's like, You're gonna want a good view for this buddy. It's That's gonna great. be hardcore. And then I run over and I take the boots off of Glenn and then I uh, give them to Grant. Okay, and then Grant puts the money. He's like, these these things are, are hydrophobic because there's a very good chance I'm going to pee myself. So I would be <laughs> interested to see what that does. Uh, and he puts them on, and he is wearing the boots now. Now it is Henry's turn. CERN just said he has a potion, right? Because I'm in the tower, too. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, CERN, chuck me that potion. All right. Are you going to yeet this potion bigly? Here, here's what I want to do. The sword is propped up against the side, right? Correct. Of the thing. Yeet! What's up, man? I toss Yeet the potion. He catches it without even looking at it. <laughs> I need you to fucking grind like you've never ground before, my dude. I need you to ride that sword and slam this potion into that almost dead guy's mouth. Before you can get the ein and ein grind out, <laughs> he's already fucking do. Like somehow he, you knew you threw it to him, and he was at the bottom of the tower. And then he's, I need you to. Gr- he was just at the top of the tower, and he's grinding. He's like, Drop it in. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll for his grind. Baby, baby, baby. That's a 19. He fucking, he fucking dark slide. The only yeah. card he needs is the ace of spades. <laughs> he does a fucking 5 He does other grinds that I don't remember the names of. Forward slide. Forward slide. He's going to jump off the grind, and he's going to start manually on the grass. Keep the combo rolling. Keep combo. All right, he gets an 11. That's better than 10. So he fucking manuals. He jumps into the air, does a fucking... Fucking natural 20s. He, he, <laughs> he Christ airs <laughs> over Freddy and uncorks the health potion and he yells, Yeet! and he fucking <laughs> throws it in it perfectly right onto your fucking mouth and he gives you, uh, <laughs> you get uh, five <laughs> HP back and you are stabilized. Uh, so you're back, uh, you're, you're conscious. back up, takes it out of his mouth and goes, that's brisk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking oh, good. Wait, he probably did the whole thing as like the Capri Sun amorphous blob thing <laughs> <laughs> that only shows up once they're skateboarding. <laughs> the fucking like Donnie Darko thing. Oh, that's really good. <sighs> All right, so you are now uh, stabilized. So I'm so at five Will- health. Oh, you're, yeah, yeah, or five health, and you're, which means you're conscious, which you can like take action, okay, and shit okay. like that. Yeah, uh, okay. So, so told Henry you you'd used, want a good view, CERN. CERN was like, "Holy shit, you weren't kidding." 
that was a bonus action basically telling you to do that. So you okay. still have your action. All right. I cast Cure Wounds. Oh, shit. No, Cure Wounds is touch. Shit. I cast Healing Word. What's today's healing word? Are you not close enough to touch me? I'm in the tower. Oh, okay. I'm close enough to emotionally touch you. Okay, yeah. Well, that's always the case. The word of the day is believe. (laughs) Always. That's 2d4 plus 3. Seven health. All right. It is now your turn again, Daryl. I'm just going to let him eat my hand. (laughs) If I need to. I need to get this in here. Uh, Your hand itches. Huh? I said your hand itches. What does that mean? You can roll perception. Oh, shit. Uh, 17. As your hand is itching, you look down at it, and for a second, you swear there is an eyeball in the center of your hand that was looking at you that immediately closes, and then your hand is normal again. Well, weird, weird. It's a fucking library, dude. It's, a li- yeah. it's the hand that you uh, had reattached by the library. This is Call Cthulhu. Should I roll for a Sandy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daryl just... Uh... <laughs> There's a lot going on, so like, it doesn't actually phase him that much. He's like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he actually double-checks that the wedding ring is still his wedding ring? Yeah, it's still your wedding ring. Okay. He, he, the he, library is married <laughs> <laughs> So I pull out the teleportation orb. Um, what does it look like? It is a beautifully, gorgeously, perfectly spherical purple orb with some swirling mists inside of it and shit, and it's got a glassy sheen on it. It's like a, it'd be great for a fucking gravity juggling or whatever the hell. Contact juggling. <laughs> Fushigi. So... Just like one of Daryl's all-time fucking favorite movies, The Rock, he takes the inspiration from Nicolas Cage and holds the orb and tries to shove it into the mouth of the uh, chimera and says, eat this, motherfucker. Great. All right, give me a strength check. Some people call it Dwayne Johnson, but I still call it The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good... Somebody should Photoshop The Rock poster, but just says Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. In that fire fire font. Um, What am I rolling for? Because I got a 16, but I want to see what I add to it. You roll your strength modifier oh which i get plus on my rage so that is going to be plus three plus i got uh 21 so that definitely beats his 16 describe what happens as you jam this fucking thing down its gullet so i put it in his mouth and then kind of like a pinball machine where you pull back like my other fist is a plunger and i just punch the shit out of the orb so it goes like giving a cat a pill but less violent. Wait, wait what? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Now I'm understanding why Plato's so mean to everybody. When you give a cat a pill because they are horrible and they try to bite you, you gotta like hold their neck and like lift them and they go, Aah! and then you take a pill and you literally just like chuck it into the back of their neck so that they just gotta swallow it. It sounds like you would go for the lion's head because you know the way that like do it for <laughs> sure, a cat. Yeah, maybe I know how yeah, to put Daryl it. feeds the pills to the cat. Yeah, at definitely. Home. That's why his <laughs> arms are scratched up like mine. That's yes, great. yes. I grab the lion by the mane. He goes, Aah! and I take the pill and I chuck it down his throat. Okay. And then I turn and I look at Grant. I go, it's your turn, kiddo. He, he looks at the orb in his hand and then he looks at the lion that's now just going, and you see this like big bulge in his neck that sort of moves down his esophagus through peristalsis until it's in his fucking stomach. <laughs> you, you, hear, you hear a cartoon splash as it lands in his stomach. And uh, I'm and making the sign of the cross as this is happening. <laughs> Grant looks at you and he goes, uh, I guess I love you, dad. Here we go. And then he whoop, disappears. And you see very suddenly a Grant shaped like silhouette in this thing's stomach. And he's like, oh, it's not so bad in here. Oh, well. uh, and he loses his balance and his body begins to fall 
and you can see his like feet. Just begin hold on to the axe tight, kid. Just hold on to the axe. His feet begin to poke out of the sides of him, and then like they start moving again. And they start moving really, really fast, and then he begins to just like you predicted. He starts to spin and spin as his feet try to find any purchase that doesn't have moisture on them, but he can't. So it's like he's a rag doll that's like glitching out. It's just like <laughs> like it's every, every direction is going, and, and this chimera is just looking at you with the most confusion <laughs> from three separate heads that shouldn't have the muscles on their face to even convey confusion, but it absolutely is. And you hear sinew getting torn apart within oh. as the axe is just shink, 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 just cutting, and the, you hear liquid internal bleeding of every shape and sort after what seems to be a perilously long fucking time. The creature bisects in the middle, like explodes outward as I Gore and Visser <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. It splits into three equal sized chunks. It like splits at the uh, seams of where the heads meet the neck. So it's like three separate slices of chimera vertically just just explode outward in jibs. You see a blood covered Grant still slipping and sliding around in the blood going like, ah, ah. I want to add one thing from the microphones. You hear an awestruck Goofo McBoofo say, Monster kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So you see your son Grant in the middle of a pool of viscera, of guts and blood and vomit that is almost certainly partially his, if not primarily his. And he, he wrenches the shoes off of his feet and stands up, his his feet getting sticky in the Ugh. blood that he is he has left on this ground. And he turns and sees that one of the heads of the chimera, the lion with its one eye, is still alive. It's choking and it's coughing and it's hacking up blood. But and he just stands over it and he stares into its one remaining eye as it coughs, as it hacks, and as that one remaining eye eventually closes and it dies, and he just continues to stare at it without moving, without saying anything. I walk up to Grant and uh, I, I look at the chimera and I see that is it's just died, and I put my hand on his shoulder and uh, I ask, uh, "Hey, Grant, you okay, buddy?" As he continues to look down at the corpse of the chimera, he repeats back the words that you uh, have said to him many times in this uh, adventure. And he says, uh, everything's fine. Hmm. I mean, I pull out the paper. It's not necessarily great the way Grant's looking, but I uh, I pull out the blood packed. So, yeah, you pull out the paper, the blood packed paper, which still has the Harry Potterish image of him constantly screaming as his flesh is being ripped off and stuff. But in your hands, it begins to incinerate. It begins to burn from the inside out, uh, oh, which might give you some degree of comfort. But as it burns away, you see behind it the real Grant with none of the fear, none of the anxiety, none of the worry that you saw in the childlike version that just burned up in your hands. There's somebody different in front of you. You see a look on his face that you have never seen before. Uh, who, who can say whether or not he's a man? Who can say whether or not he's an adult now? But you can tell with 100% certainty that something inside of him has changed, that a bell has rung that cannot be unrung. And the look on his face right now, you hope to never see again. And maybe if you're lucky, you won't. But uh, maybe that's not what life has in store for young Grant Wilson. I, uh, I uh, look at the, the other dads and I hold up the blood pact. And I say, uh, yay. <laughs> uh, no, but I am very relieved. Um, Hands go up. Yay. Hey, buddy. I, I, I know it's been tough. Um, and you've been wanting to talk. But, you know, now that this is all done, maybe, you know, we, we can talk about stuff. So Grant, for the first time, looks up from the corpse of the chimera into your eyes. Um, although for the way that his expression doesn't change, he might as well still be looking at the corpse of this beast. And he says, uh, 
no, it's it's fine. And as he begins to say, no, it's fine, he freezes. His eyes roll back into his head. And as you've seen so many times before, when his eyes roll back, they are purple. A familiar voice goes, Congratulations! Your son, since you met him, only wanted one thing, and that was to talk, to open up and to actually have a real conversation. And now you've ensured he'll never want to do that again. Oh, you dumb, dumb, fuck, dumb, idiot, bad dad, so dumb, fucking fuck tired moron. Of these oh, you're so bad at this. You've accomplished more than we could have ever asked for. You've absolutely nailed it. But Thank you. <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. I'm not even going to listen to you. Grant, Grant, find the other kids. Stick together. We're going to come get you. Grant goes, oh, oh, okay. I love you, buddy, and we're going to find you. Find the other kids. You're all going to be okay. Because I, 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 I love you too. The other kid, oh sh- And he begins to fade out, and the voice says, "So I imagine you're probably feeling pretty sore, just like you have been every other time we saved one of your children." Son of a bitch! My kid had to kill something I'm, just yeah. to survive. The important thing is, you've now done your job. You can now go home. But I'm sure you won't want to do that unless you can see your kids in person and know they're safe. And da 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 da. So I am hereby offering a formal invitation for you to come to our castle at Ravenloft, and we'll talk all this out. And once we're done, you will feel so good about heading back to your world, knowing that your kids are safe. Sound good? No. We're going to come that over. That doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, we're going to take our kids and what we're going to kill are you. Are you fucking serious? All right. Well, I mean, you can think about it. That's fine. I know we don't need to think about it, but we'll see you in Ravenloft. Yeah. Ding dong. We're coming. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, I thought you said no more ding dong talk. Oh! <laughs> that saved us again. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson. Anthony Birch is our DM. Will Campos is Henry Oak. Beth May is Ron Stampler and myself. Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. Theme song and outro is called All Right by Maxton Waller. Ooh, we made it. Didn't have to eat Grant's skin. And it was all thanks to fine Patreon supporters like Rebecca McKay, Luke Garou, Chad Mason, Alex Schulte, and Franz Rodriguez. You can join their ranks at patreon.com slash dungeons and dads. For five bucks a month, you get a whole extra bi-weekly podcast called Talking Dad, which we record right after each episode is recorded. And we talk about the happenings of the episode. You get behind the scenes look at character choices, meta thinking, and also very embarrassing personal stories from all of us. Ten bucks a month, you get a new piece of content every month. As we mentioned in this episode, this last month, it was a one-shot called The Witch is Dead. Previous months have been BTS videos and TV show commentaries. And you get a PDF in-character newsletter every two months, a thing we call daddy issues and you get merch discounts which i just posted a picture of our first enamel pin proof from the manufacturer on our patreon page at patreon.com slash dungeons and dads merch coming soon we are at dungeons and dads on twitter bit.ly slash dungeon dads for that private facebook group r slash dungeons and daddies for that subreddit and bit.ly slash dadgut all caps for the group transcription project thanks so much for listening we're coming back at you in two weeks here on October 29th, just before Halloween, so we'll see you then. There was a time when you could read between the lines, you know they never brought you down, never brought you down.
Okay, so uh, you can go ahead and tell us that the haberdashery is going to fill with poison gas in 15 minutes. Okay, uh, just let me, give me a second to get back into happy Poops character mode. after... <laughs> yeah. Let me get back into Proops mode after all this maudlin <laughs> cats in the cradle shit. Oh, I should have played cats in the cradle! Oh, why did we think of cats? Oh, whatever, it's fine. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a move. That would have been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, well, because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi, fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full-body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Hayas pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. That one came out weird. That was freshly here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D, B12. That's why this is all this is the Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say imagine. that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, I'm too my pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal is oh, one man. for the money and two for the great vitamins you're giving. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full-body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Dungeons Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect? Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you've got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and give it to your mom. If you a big scroll, then you're like, I got to take a picture of that. Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal, the singer, on there if you want. They allow you to share and display. You can buy a bunch of these and put other, like, gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload <laughs> and share Make a goon room your mom's comfortable walking into. <laughs> <laughs> Via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I preloaded my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter just, what, you win. I'm just being silly i have great photos on my aura frames and i love it it's so a there. great mother's day gift this year beth you could give mother- i already did i did it for last yeah, month i got one for my mom too you moms did- fucking love moms it. love moms this love shit so me for aura from grandmothers to new mothers aunts and even the friends in your life every mom loves an aura that's like frame. a goon room that- for a mom is just photos <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and select it. Go as in one there of- and you see how long you can go without calling your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and select it as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.